0: Hello and welcome to the Long Grass podcast here on Fire Sports. The Footage Crew is back after I mean, it felt like a Tiger Woods hiatus. We, we've been gone so, for, for so long. Unfortunately, we had to wait for, for people to move houses, people to come back <laughs> from traveling around Europe. Uh, so we have been away for a while. And unfortunately, we're hoping to come to you guys in the new studio. But uh, that'll have to be until next week. But very, very excited to show off our new home, which is going to be, I think, really, really cool. Uh, I'm going to really take the podcast up a bit. But uh, the lads, how, how, how are we doing?
1: Yes. All good. I Ross reckon this is, is going to be a bigger comeback than uh, Tiger yeah,
0: Woods, Steve. this could be the biggest comeback in golf, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I don't want to put it out there too much, but it could <laughs> very much be – this could be the biggest thing to have happened this year in the golfing world after Live Golf.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, which we're going to talk about uh, So yeah, over the next hour basically And if you haven't seen the podcast before Because we haven't been around for a while Basically this is where you get your weekly dosage of golf We're going to be talking about uh, Live Golf We're going to be talking about After the sort of fourth event they had We're going to be talking about the Sunshine Tour Giving you a bit of an update there Quite a big uh, couple of weeks ahead As it really sort of builds momentum We're going to be talking about uh, the FedEx Cup Which, is kind of, um, which is sort of saw the end of the PGA Tour Coming to the end of the year um, We're talking about the Deeper World Tour The BMW PGA Championship is this coming weekend and uh, yeah, I'll just talk about a little bit of uh, our personal golf. We we've, we've, we're seeing uh, Ross make a bit of a comeback with some good scores. Uh, we've had a Debarus PB since uh, we lost uh, last spotted, so it's it's been quite an eventful few months um, and quite a packed show to come. Now, live golf, I think, is where we're gonna we're gonna be diving in first, and uh, quite a quite a controversial one, and and very much we're, we're divided within the Foot Two H crew um, in terms of, of where we stand. Um, so yeah, very interesting to see what the reaction is going to be um, in the comments, stuff like that. So yeah, if you are watching right now, please make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening to an app, music, Spotify, etc. just subscribe. So that you guys always get the latest content, but in terms of live golf, we saw quite a few new names. We're seeing it really gain momentum. We're seeing Rory and tiger come out against it. um, it's it's been an interesting one, and I'm going to go with am going to go to Ross first because because he's very much on the on the PGA Tour trade. Is the P, is is live golf going to be good for golf? Not necessarily the tour itself, but what might happen because of the tour.
2: It's tough to say, and especially like backing the PGA Tour side, but I do think it'll be good for golf. I do think it's – yeah, put a spin on what what your usual golf is. I don't think it's as professional as it should be. Um, But I do think it's good for golf. Um, And as you've seen, like, already with Tiger and Rory, now producing something to go against live golf, or not against live golf, but to challenge live golf in a sense and, like, differentiate golf in a different way as well. So I think, like, in the future, you're going to see – a lot more variations of golf, which could be quite interesting and could attract quite a few new supporters and fans and gain the interest of different groups who don't like the... How to put it? Like the... Classiness, in a sense, of golf, where... Because I know some people think golf's too formal, it's too strict, there's too many rules involved and there's certain people who just want to play it for fun and enjoy it and play golf and listen to music and drink and carry on and i think live golf does bring that aspect to it where it changes Basically. like now this week them are allowing players to wear shorts that puts a very different spin on um on what golf has been viewed as in over the past however many years. So as much as I'm not the I biggest fan of like the golf, I do think it will
0: be like, good for you. You're, you're watching this there's, there's, there's the music going on in the background. As I said, people are wearing yeah. shorts now. It's like taking away that whole sort of stigma that golf is just reserved for this elite and it's this very proper, prim and proper type thing. So it is it is quite interesting too from, from from that regard in terms of making it a bit more... It is definitely more accessible, both from a relatable point of view as well as even if you look at the distribution of it, the fact that it is being streamed live yeah. um, on YouTube, you don't have to pay to watch it. Um, there's a running scorecard, there's teams, there's a bit more things to try and follow. So that even if you are a very new uh, golf fan, it is it is a bit easier to consume. Um, and a very big advocate, uh, De Barros... You're on the, no, you're no, on the live you golf you, train, eh?
1: Bro, I actually just took off my Greg Norman shirt now and uh, I put <laughs> this on. So no, I, I'm a huge advocate for, for live golf. I think it's... Uh, I was hoping Ross is going to be a little bit more against me. I'm ready for arguments on this because uh, obviously I'm in the industry where the golfers are talking about it a lot and I see <laughs> a lot of guys against live golf all the time. But it's like it's almost like they're blindly loyal to the PGA Tour. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of it, but like people want to be against anything that the great PGA tour has ever done. And, you know, everyone was like to me, no, live golf's not going to be good for it. It's going to, it's all about the money. It's not going to change golf at all. Um, it's not going to, the players aren't going to go to it. Um, it's not going to affect the PGA tour. They're too big of a, of a company to be affected by it. And Like already now, the first season's not even done. We're seeing huge names jump ship. The, this is probably the biggest field that they've had. And it's actually getting to the point. There were so many people that told me like, no, there's not enough good names and there'll never be enough good names in it. and, this last weekend, it was actually quite a stacked uh, mm. quite a stacked uh, card, if I can say, of players. And I mean, we were looking at the stats the other day. There was like nearly 50% of the last six years majors winners are now in live golf. And you see more and more players jump ship. Cam Smith wins British Open, jumps, jump ship. You know, like it's uh, it's really having a real big knock-on effect. You're seeing guys like Tiger and Rory are having to react to this because there's no choice. Because unfortunately, if every single sport stayed the same way it was... 10, 15, 20 years ago, they'd be dead. You know, if we were still kicking around a leather football, you know, it it would be a mess. It's it's the same kind of concept. And I think what Live is doing now is it's fixing one of golf's biggest issues and that's appealing to a younger age group. Golf has had uh, this really old aging age group and you see it in everywhere in golf. You go play golf, you're going to see old men there the whole time. It's old men buying golf clubs. It's old men doing this. This is the first thing that's really made a, a real big impact in terms of trying to change... That I mean, you look at how they advertise their marketing—it's golf, butler, all that sort of stuff. It's it's a real different age group we see get targeted for once as well. So I'm a huge, huge advocate for for what it's doing, um, and I really I need someone to argue against me. I was hoping Roscoe, you were going to start telling me about. <laughs> I was hoping you're going to, yeah. Uh, oh,
2: oh, of... so, you know, you not think so? You say so? I do. I think it will help in terms of the accessibility and changing the age group of golf and all of that. So I agree with you on that, but I think it's a money grabbing scheme. I mean, I saw a thing Pat Perry's posted. I don't know if he said in an interview yesterday, but he's now, I think he's either matched or doubled his earnings that he made on the PGA tour in four starts. than he earned in like 25 starts on the PGA tour and whatever. And that irritates me because the reason he's doubled his earnings now is because it's only 54 holes. There's no cut and there's stupid money being thrown at it. Whereas on the PGA Tour, he didn't make money because he wasn't good enough to compete against the best in the game. And it's the same. I don't know if you guys saw that Doug or I'm not sure what his name was, but he shot 51 on the back nine. No, they're only 51 in up, the
0: back nine, dude. 51
2: <laughs> in a professional event. And you're going to walk away with dollars I mean that's ridiculous. What? So are we going to set limits now as to how much people can earn? You know, you hmm. can't just no. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, you uh, still don't. Yeah, it needs to be a proper professional event. Like this is. Hey 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 hey! no go need go to throw me into the into, to, to the wolves like that. We'll uh, Steve, Steve's 100%. bringing the scores
0: down yeah. here, dude. Um, I tell you what. I tell you. I tell you the biggest thing that that if live golf gets right, suddenly takes away that sort of argument. Is I think at the moment there's no qualifying standard. You know, it's a, it's and, and look, this year is very much it's the live golf invitational. Whereas yeah. next year they're moving towards the live golf league. What I think is. Is interesting, and I, to, I want to talk about the whole PGA thing, is that if you look at some of the comments that, that, that some of the people have made, um, and I think uh, Tiger Woods said over here, he said, I disagree with um, the players moving. He said, um, this was before the Open. He says, I think that what they have done is they've turned their back on what has allowed them to get to this position, which is an interesting sort of standpoint because everyone's having a massive issue with the fact that people are walking away from the PGA Tour to live golf. But nobody is ever going to turn around to Dean Burmester, who's just gotten his PGA Tour card, which we'll talk about later, and he now goes and decides to play in the PGA Tour, and therefore we don't see him on the Sunshine Tour, for example. Now, that is the inevitable, well, the PGA Tour is just better. It's just there's more money, it's, there's better players, so of course you're going to play on the PGA Tour. So, you know, I think that argument sort of falls away to a certain degree that there are always going to be bigger tours and tours that people will choose between. Um, I think the biggest problem with Live at the moment is the lack of qualifying sort of standards, the fact that it's very invitational. As they move towards the Liv Golf League, which is going to have more t- championships, and what I think is quite, quite a big coup for them is the fact that they are linking up with the, with the Asia Tour and the fact that there's going to be events in Asia and they're going to be associated with a tour. So I think if they suddenly start creating a – like a challenge tour world environment or they can start linking up with tours, then I think that when it becomes a bit of a pathway where you have to go and play this and that then gets you into Live Golf, for example, it becomes like a PGA Tour in terms of there's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a step-by-step thing. And, and, and once it starts moving away from just being purely invitational or if they were to, to secure world ranking points, for example, then I think that it becomes like any other tour in the world. Um, and, and, and I think those, those, those arguments go away. I yeah. think I think the Sunshine Tour should ch- should ch- ch- go and jump into live. Yeah,
1: I agree with you. I couldn't agree more, especially the <laughs> amount of South Africans that are going playing yeah. uh, uh, on, at live at the moment. And for yeah. me, the Sunshine Tour, like they're always struggling with their broadcasting. And I'll get to that later because I do want to touch on that in terms of like the events that are being broadcasted. But that's obviously because they've got limited time to broadcast events and everything like that. And they've got to pay rights to super sport. Bro, hop on the uh, the shotgun start train, and you've got a four-hour event, which is much more manageable to air instead of airing half of the Sunshine Tour from like twelve o'clock to five o'clock. You know, you're airing half of it when we could actually see every player playing at once for four hours. You know, and see the whole event, you know, from start to finish.
2: And at the moment, yeah. yeah. And also, I think like I think one of the biggest issues with the Sunshine Tour at the moment in terms of and growing the golf game in South Africa like they like you can see from the like what they're trying to do in their events and like trying to market it a bit better on social media they are trying to grow the game of golf in South Africa and make the sunshine tour bigger and by doing that they're getting more sponsors on board like now with Luna and all of that but i do think if they mm-hmm. want to grow the game of golf you need to be able to watch South Africans need to be able to watch the tour that's happening around them. I mean, we sit at home like every weekend and you've got a European tour event to watch. You can watch like this last weekend made in Himalayan and it's cool to sit there and watch yeah. the golf. PJ Tour live as well. It's cool to sit and watch the golf and I think it would be even cooler to sit and watch like guys we know. I mean, we all know one or two guys who are on the Sunshine Tour at the moment. We know the courses they're playing and so I think that... Provides an even bigger attraction to want to sit and watch Sunshine Tour, like when they play, for example, at Daven. Like I want to sit there and watch and be like, that's my home course. That's cool, yeah. and like watch them play Blair Athor and Leopard Creek and all of that, and like involved in that. So I think if Sunshine Tour want to become a really well known tour and attract more support and all of that. They are been Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to say the broadcasting
1: is a, is a whole uh, uh, different kettle of fish to chat about just now. I don't want to tear away from uh, good old live golf too much. But I mean, I agree, Roscoe, like even they played Highland Gate this last weekend. And I'd love to watch <laughs> what the pros do at a course like Highland Gate. But it wasn't aired because <laughs> I assume there wasn't sponsorships. There's, you know, it's expensive to do yeah. the airtime. It's expensive to do all this kind of stuff, you know, and that goes for Dizalza and a whole couple other places as well. Um, instead they're doing these highlight packages that kind of run on Super Sport a little bit later which is nice but you know I want to see the guys first to 18 um, or whatever order they so choose to do so um, as long as I can watch all of it but yeah the broadcasting on the Sunshine Tour like I want to like I think everyone wants to watch more and there's also not a lot of consistency uh, with their broadcasting as well which makes it a bit difficult but I think a forward like Shotgun Start certainly can help that yeah well the big thing with
0: Live at the moment is that we can't well, argue that's not getting momentum. I mean, last weekend, last week, and, and we kept waiting to see whether we were going to see it after the FedEx Cup, and we did. Cameron Tringale, Cameron Smith, Jaakum Neiman, Harold Varner, Mark Leishman, and Anabin Lahiri. I mean, the the current Open champion to walk away from the PGA Tour, second in the world, massive victory for Liv. To basically be able to yes. say that we are taking we're taking one of the biggest names in golf. Um, I mean, this year, I, I mean, probably the top. Yeah, in terms, in terms of, if you if you were to talk about the biggest names you could bring to live based on this year, he's probably within the top three. Um.
2: Yeah, for sure. Look at the PGA Tour this year and all the narratives around the PGA Tour this year, and it was Scottie Sheffield yeah. versus Cam Smith. That was the pj Tour narrative this year. And so for Liv to get him to get Cam Smith across to them, especially while he's fighting for the world number one spot. Yeah, and I That's mean, I must say, a big win for I Liv. think it's really that surprised. you see a sporting
1: body grow as quick as what Liv has done. It's their first year and they're signing major champion winners. I mean, you, like you say, it's a, it's a money cash grab and everything like that. But And obviously all the qualifying material and whatnot. But this year of Live is just about getting it going and, and growing it as quick as they can. The product that is Live Golf now, compared to what it's going to be next year, is going to be completely di- Well, when I say completely different, I mean like you'll have these leagues, you'll have these qualifying materials and and all the sort, of, sort of thing that's going behind it as well. So I think the product, what it's done in its first year, is terrifying to see how quickly they've grown. And I don't think you often see a sporting body do what they do. They've obviously got the money to back it, but I don't think they're going to draw other players away from PGA Tour without money. And players don't play golf for free no one works for free no one you know if, if Rory yeah. and all of them are so concerned with growing the game of golf yeah. why don't you just come to South Africa for a month and, and grow a chair for a month you know play on the Sunshine Tour you saw what you did at the So Open uh, back in like a while ago like what's yeah. it like 2013 or whatever yeah and you saw what Rory I mean, did by just coming and playing at a bench. You know? Well, why doesn't he go do that all over the world and play for cheap and just grow the game of golf if that's all you care about and not money? You don't join the PGA Tour unless you're out there to make money, and I think you'll see that at any yeah. time.
2: I want to ask you, De Barros, do you think... Mm, uh, this is the big one. World is going to secure world it's a big ranking one. I don't
1: think they need it as much as everyone thinks they need it. I'm going to say world ranking points are going to become irrelevant... If half the players are at Liv and half the players are at the PGA Tour, then the World Golf Ranking Points, it's just going to be a ploy by the PGA Tour to hold on to, to be like, well, we're still the best because we've got the world number one. But if, you know, the, if um, like someone like Scotty or whatever was over at Live, you would still probably say that's world number one. You know, it, it's, just a, it's just a title that I think the PGA Tour are going to try to hold on to. And I'm going to say that the, the, the yeah. World Ranking Points are going to become irrelevant if they don't start including Live anyway.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting with in terms of the world ranking points and then exemption into the majors because the longer live runs and the guys are on Liv um, and not earning world ranking points, they're obviously going to drop down and out of the top 50, top 75, etc. and then won't get exemption into majors, which will be quite interesting because I know I saw, I think it was Baba and Phil both said the other day about Coming back to Augusta, and they said, I can't exactly remember what the quotes were, but they were like, pretty certain that they would be back at Augusta. Um, which is fair enough, as past champions, they, they've got an exemption for life, unless that unless PJ Tour and the governing bodies change that. But for example, like guys who haven't won a major, like Wakin Niemann, for instance, if he was to drop out of the exemption rankings to get into majors, I wonder how they would feel about that. Um, and I saw the other day they've now been banned. Which I think, think quite short like to, is quite short-sighted, to be honest.
0: Because you know, I think that,
2: so for example, Cam
0: be, Smith decides that after this weekend, he hates live golf. Yeah. You know, if PGA set they're saying, well, come, come back. we'll We'll take you back. That's a far bigger blow they could ever give to, to live golf then and then to sit there saying, you know, we you know, if if they sit this if they can bring players back, then that's yeah. a big thing because then they can sit there saying, oh well as you can see, live golf golf's not not all that. Um could you please, please please keep your dogs quiet. Uh see they're also advocating for live golf dude. They're big fans. I love it. Yeah
1: no, they they like to point there Steve clearly. But <laughs> yeah
0: I must agree. Um, I must agree I'll wait I'll wait for Ross to get back.
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, like, you know, what's the one big thing that is interested me the most is PJ Tour's reaction. I wonder if it actually hasn't helped live to a large extent in the sense that they've created so much controversy around this series, around this league, that now whenever a player signs with them, it's this big news. Everything is big news because it's so controversial. It's so all you know, all the sort of things is happening that that I think PJ Tour has tried to make it so. Um, against the traditions of golf and everything that it's become so controversial and that any news now is actually, it's turning into any publicity is good publicity for, for Liv at mm. this point, you know. They're almost embracing that kind of uh, controversy and, and feeding off of it, if anything. It's helping. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. Sort of embracing like the villain, like the villain of yeah. the whole... world. Well, I mean, the,
0: the response from Liv after the, the comments of Tiger advantage. and Mori, after they had that big meeting and stuff like that, um, was simply live golf is clearly the best thing that's ever happened to help the careers of professional golfers. Which is quite interesting because, first of all, they'll basically—I mean—they'll sit there and say that the players who have joined, even the ones who got let go after the first tournament, because that's also an interesting thing. You've got players who, who played in the first one; they're like, "This is fantastic," and now they're suddenly already else and they're saying, "Well, you know, you're a bit of a nobody, so you're actually not going to play anymore." Now, some of them have lost their PGA tour card. so what do they do now? They can't go back to the PGA; they're now finding themselves a little bit in the middle. So, interesting to see how that sort of area plays out. I mean, you're Dustin Johnsons—you know—and then they're not going to worry. You're Louis Oosthuizen, for example; he knows that he's going to be able to play live for the next couple of years because they're not going to get rid of him. He's too Bigger name but i suppose the smaller names who suddenly get get replaced um that what happens to their careers in terms of yes they've earned a bit of money now but if they get excluded Mm -hmm. from the live golf events where do they where do they play um and and what happens to them um which is so interesting to see how how it panned out but um to sort of wrap up a little bit on 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 live i do think it'll be interesting to see what the pga tour does and i think that's the biggest sort of the, the, the hopefully what what will be a bit of a, a watershed moment is that they're now forced to change. So the question is what does the PGA tour to a lesser extent, what does the DP World tour now do to make themselves competitive? What can they do to to rival Live Gold? Because obviously from a money point of view, they can't they probably can't do that much. But how do you think they can respond to make their tours better and and less of a um more more appealing to 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 for people to to willing to stay on there even though they're not going to make as much money.
2: Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like I also I think this whole thing that Rory and Tiger are now, um, releasing in their like league of sorts. It'll be quite interesting to see what that's all about because from what I've heard about it, looks like apparently it looks quite plasticky and doesn't look great. So. That'll be quite yeah, interesting. I mean look, to I saw Rory if, and
1: Tigers think the concept yeah. seems really cool. Like I think you, you know, three player teams, throw them in a simulator, real cool courses, you know, make it short. I don't think I could watch that for five, six hours, but I certainly could spend an hour watching three on three teams challenge each other in a stadium and it's all quite fierce. So like as I say, I mean I'm I'm not against I'm not against PGA Tour. i I I'm a bit disappointed. Yeah. I think they I think at the handled live bit differently probably could have worked out for everyone. I'm sure there's an amicable resolution to all of this. It might have been missed out on but i mean yeah I, i'm not against anyone i want to see the game grow and let's try different concepts because clearly this we've got a aging population and old people watching and golf will die a slow painful death especially now without tiger without all of these guys you know you're not going to get a name like tiger hold the sport up for a long long time so i think guys got to try new things and, and especially appeal to this younger generation You know what? I want to see. I want to see, especially now that they've created this, this this narrative—the good guys, bad guys—you know, money grab—all this. Like, what a cool opportunity to take advantage of. But I I don't know if we'll see that happening. And I mean Ryder Cup
0: and and the Presidents Cup very much at the moment. What's the future of it, really? I mean, you look at the Presidents Cup. If the live golfers don't, Hmm? calm, 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 calm. calm. We've got to, we've got to back the Presidents Cup because we get to, to watch our buggers there. But, I mean, if the live golfers don't play, yeah, that's the thing. But also Cam Smith, you know, know, Joachim Neiman. I think, I mean, we were playing, well, that's been Copperleaf when we were playing together and we were talking about, I think it was around the first live golf event and we were saying, right, well, who's going to be the President's Cup team now, now that all these players are going? And we were like, okay, well, there's going to be Cam Smith, there's Joachim Neiman, those are your big ones. And now, okay, well, they're they're not there anymore. Um, And Ryder Cup, I mean, no, no Sergio Garcia at the Ryder Cup at this stage. You know the yeah, go to Ryder Cup. Crazy. There are st- 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 and I think that was also a massive blow to the yeah, PGA nine, and to Ryder Cup as well. That I'll, I'll give up my captaincy. It's fine. I will not captain the Ryder Cup, which crazy. is also considered one of the biggest honors in golf. Crazy,
2: yeah.
0: To go to a rebel tour. So yeah, that's a big yeah. The last, the last thing I want to shout. talk about with, with Live Golf is your question: Is the field stacked yet? Now I yeah. looked at last weekends and I, it it was a good field, you know. It, it was, it, it, was really it, it wasn't a. Ma- it wasn't a major field,
1: but it was a pretty good field. Yeah, and considering how quickly it's grown, especially after their latest signings, I'm going to say that it is now at a field that is certainly respectable enough to stop complaining about how weak the field is. There are still uh, some guys that shouldn't be there, and I think that's the case. But I'm going to say. All of a sudden, the camera's switching between all these players DJ, Phil, Bryson, Cam Smith. You know, you're, you're jumping through all these real big names, and all of a sudden, um, it's certainly becoming a stack field. Is it where it needs to be? I'm going to say not quite yet, but has it certainly got a field now that is going to rival what all the people are saying that they don't have the big names? I think so. I think at this point now, it is now a really, really uh, consumable product in terms of, of player names. What also going to be interesting is the fact that they've got four more events. The PGA Tour is
0: is, yeah. is done for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, DP World Tour has got a couple of, I think it's two Rolex Series events left. Um, so you're now sitting there going, mm. if you, if, for example, if you've yeah. had an average average year on the PGA Tour, you haven't won that much. You're not playing. You know, there's not too many big tournaments left in the in the year you and they're going. Well, you know, live, live golf is, is is a very quick buck. You know, Any, I mean, there, there must it must be a couple of players it must be there genuinely thinking like, maybe this is the way to go. Maybe I need to actually go there and 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 earn earn some earn some quick money and stuff. So, it'll be interested to see what the, the next um, sort of set of 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 players mm-hmm. announced will be ahead of um, which one is which is Chicago in two weeks, so. followed by Bangkok. In October. Then you've got then you've got Jeddah and then we've got Miami to finish it off. Um what a cool event Miami's gonna be. Yeah, and that's that's gonna be the big one, um, at the Trump National um yeah. down in Miami. So yeah, it's just to see what happens happens with Live, but uh, a little bit closer to home. The Sunshine Tour is yeah. is firmly underway. Um and we're into quite a big block now because I think it's a like seven week continuous um sort of section but starting to get to some, some, some decent prize prize money as well um, I think the first plus two million round event is in about a month but uh, we've got the Gary and Vivian player challenge this weekend yeah. um, Ross is our, I'm going to make you our Sunshine Tour correspondent because your cousin's playing on it um, you want to give us a bit of an update on what's been going on since since things have uh, I think they got back in end of July after that little bit of a winter break
2: yeah yeah, it was around the end, yeah, end of July, I think the last week of July, Yeah, August. and then that all four in a row, and then a week off. Yeah, It seems three, like uh, these last few tournaments aren't now, so. really that
1: big, you know, it's uh, kind of the origins of golf and everything like that, but they play such amazing courses, and then, as I said, I don't get to see it, like I'd love to see yeah. the pros tackle a Highland gate, and uh, unfortunately I don't get to see it.
2: So I spoke to Matt Spacey, I played golf with him on Friday, and he played Highland Gates at a good finish, came sixth, um, and he said Sunday, was it Sunday, Saturday, yeah I think the Saturday, they finish on the Saturday, it plays Thursday to Saturday, and he said the, cor- the course was set up really interestingly, he said it was quite short off the tee, but he said that there were pins in some positions he'd never seen before in his entire life. And he was pretty sure that <laughs> some of them. That's what I love to
0: the hear. The, so the boys calling out the greenskeeper at so. yeah. <laughs> um, <he, laughs>
2: um But he said it was a good event. Um, you know, he said it was really short on Sunday of the tee, but they got them back in terms of uh, yeah. it's such a unique course which, that, as you to like, see. What a
1: unique course to watch pros take on? You know, it's not your traditional champion. I, I don't want to say the championship sort of layout the one that you expect from like you know the Leopard Creeks and the Blair Athels and everything like that. But it's certainly a unique course. You know, um, it's got some real cool views, some real like awesome holes, unique holes that I personally would love to see the Sunshine Tour players play. Um, but, yeah, I think the Sunshine Tour needs to get on that broadcasting for us. We, we want to see more content. We want to see, yeah. you know, I want to watch the guys from 1st to 18 rot on my Saturdays, the whole thing, you know.
0: Well, maybe we start broadcasting. We'll, we'll, start, we'll, we'll take some, we'll some GoPros yeah. Go and, and,
1: and we'll take yeah. Go over. And- Just right around the course. But, I mean, talking about uh, some difficult pin positions and tough <laughs> placements and whatnot, um, I don't know if you guys saw the performances at Wingate. Um, I think it was, there were some uh, some real shockers out there um, and one of my favorite golfers, uh, good old Michael Cock, shot an 86 out there. No um, man, the Champilampi The Champilampi, and I don't know if you guys saw it, uh, but he, he put out a video, I think him and Jared Harvey have uh, become quite good mates, but uh, he put out a video and he was like, Yeah, my lampels, I, I know I got beaten out there, but all I have to say is oh daddy <laughs> <laughs> Not... Yeah, but no, Wingate really tore a lot of the, the <laughs> pros apart, um, oh. which I was surprised about because I didn't think it would be that tough on the course, but uh, I think it, the wind was really blowing, so all the guys with some low spin um, were yeah. quite
2: well. But uh... Yeah. And then also, just on like scoring, yes. I don't know if you guys saw, they had that team's championship at Blue Valley a couple of weeks ago. And Combrick Spitz and Bernard no, Lambrecht. Did you guys wild. see their first three holes on the final day? Uh, I don't know if you know Blue Valley. So it's the par four down the hill, then a par three, then a par five. Jeez. I
0: mean, they started 3 1 They were much better starts, are they?
2: 3 1 2. And they shot. Eight under par on the front nine. With yeah, that's mental. I and mean, again, three, I'm going to say, guys, the
1: Blue Valley, the Blue, the Blue Valley um, tournament was so cool. It was like a, a team tournament. They were playing foursomes and everything like that. And again, I couldn't really watch it because it wasn't aired. You know, uh, I think the the final round might have been aired, or there was at least a highlights package. But again, yeah. like I want to watch the guys, you know, team up, play together. Um, like, what a cool format of golf to watch the Sunshine Tour players playing. Like, it's so cool to see, like. You know who knows who who's playing with who. You know, like what a what an awesome format to do. And again, I want to sit there on my Saturday watching the whole thing. I want to see the foursomes in the morning. You know, the better ball in the afternoon. Um, I want all of it. You know, and again, I, I couldn't really quite watch it.
0: Well, I think that's
2: it. A... Yeah, and I mean, like to go three one two to start it to start around the golf. I mean. I would love to know how many times in the history that's been done. I mean, yeah. you won one, three, like six hundred par after three holes the golf. I mean, that's like quite a cool well, thing Well, I think we to need – no, we've been saying we want to try and get somebody from the ahead, side of on, really onto the podcast,
0: maybe have a conversation and find out what the plan is. Are there maybe plans to broadcast more? What, you know, what what, what, what are the uh, – what's the situation there and, and and what do they need to make yeah. that happen? Because I think that's also – you know, I mean, there are people pop- popping up on the PGA Tour and DP World Tour that, that, you know, you've never heard of. And, you know, 90% of those sort of um, players come from um, Sunshine Tour and stuff. So so we do need to see, see it a bit more um, because, uh, let's yeah. be honest, your average – even, even a decent golf fan will probably be able to name maybe 10 players on Sunshine Tour. You know, if you're sure you're regular yeah. Sunshine Tour players, not your players who – or I sometimes on the Chantan Tour, and then they're over there for the European season or for the American season and stuff. Um, but yeah, they're down in Selborne, um, which I think could probably be one of the f- f- first golf courses I might have ever played in my life, actually, because we used to have timeshare there. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you've got uh, Vodacar Origins of Golf <laughs> next week, followed by the Sunbet and Challenge, hosted by the Wild Coast Sun. Um, and then they're back to uh, Origins of Golf in St. Francis' Lynx. And then they're back up into Gauteng in the first week of October mm-hmm. for Fortress Invitational.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the Blue Challenge, Blue Label Challenge, um, which is, I think, going to be quite a cool tournament. I mean, that's the first big sort of two and a half million rand prize money. First four-round um, event are, that they've had since the Sician Classic, which is back in May. Um, there is a fact that is a qualifier and stuff, but uh, yeah. Uh, but for the, after the first couple of weeks, yeah. uh, Ross, who's who's been doing well, who's been doing uh, poorly? What, who are the players to watch? I mean, we're going to talk about Tristan Lawrence a little bit because I was talking about it the other day about how his sort of meteoric rise. But uh, who's who's been who's caught your eye so far in the Sunshine Tour? Yeah. Um.
2: Well, this week we had Anthony Michael. I played with him in a pro am at Danefern couple of years ago, and he's one of those guys who've been on tour for a really long time and got his first win, which is quite cool to see Um, down at Highland Gate. Tristan Straden's been playing really nicely. He's had a good season so far, which has now got him a couple starts on the European Challenge Tour. Uh, But Albert Fenter playing really good golf at the moment, working his way up the Order of Merit. I think he's second in the Order of Merit now. Um, so there's quite a few guys. Yaku Prinsloo has been playing nicely. Uh, George Kassir was home for a while and played quite a few events. So there's so quite a speaking few guys, guys finding form. There is one guy that I've
1: noticed who is running absolutely with not it. found form. And, you know, we were originally meant to do a podcast a little while ago, but a lot of things came up and I was going to say, like, you know, who, who are the kind of people to watch or one guy that I really like to watch and see how he performs is Yubin Jung, who is the winner of the Q School, has – obviously come onto the sunshine tour and q school we, as we spoke about obviously the hardest qualifying criteria to make it into the sunshine tour and everything like that he looked really great and you know i've seen a couple of his preseason runs he was shooting the lights out at yeah. uh, Bryanston and everything like that and he's come onto the sunshine tour and absolutely underperformed i think he is now sitting 96th on the order of merit you know a highest qualifying guy obviously sitting at 96 is a, a bit of a pain um you're seeing the IGT guys like uh, michael cock Who qualified you know in a a weaker format uh, doing better uh, than Euban as well and it's quite a shame because I think that guy's got a lot of talent and as I see he he was like shooting 64s and everything like that Um, out of Bryanston for fun I mean at real real low scores and just nothing's translated to the Sunshine Tour so he's he's been quite an underperformer for me Um, and I was actually hoping to see more from him but I don't know if it's first season jitters or or what it is or if the if the level of golf is that good on the Sunshine Tour.
2: Yeah. And talking about the opposite of underperforming, one of the guys that also came up from the IGT tour last year, Ryan van mm-hmm. um, he's had a really good season and he's sitting here just looking quickly. Uh, yeah. just hang on He's 23rd on the order yeah, of magnitude. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to see which one is sitting which is really on the good, order of think, Probably Ryan, To come out. Yeah, to
1: mention it and see where did they qualify from. Because um, is the Q school, really. It's meant to be the hardest yeah, one but it's Clearly, fine. Uh, the guys are uh, overperforming. And then, I mean, just one last thing on you is looking at uh, Ludi Yaga, who is currently leading on yeah. order of merit. He has only played four events. He played uh, the Kit Kat Pro Am, where he came thirty second. He played Sun City, where he came second. He played Session, okay. where he came second, and the Zim Open, where he came fourth. I mean, four events, and you're leading the Sunshine Tour order of merit. The guys that have played uh, ten. Ten tournaments and aren't even close to you. It's uh, a real, real spectacle to see how well he's just consistently performing every time. Yeah,
0: so I suppose that sort of shows you. I mean, we're talking about the fact that some rookies have stepped up, some haven't, and it's it's funny how it's always everyone on that tour has got got the talents. You know, everyone if you're playing on the tour, you've, you've shot under seventy. You know, you've 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 shot some incredibly good scores, but it it just sort of shows you the mental thing you know, that it's it's one thing to shoot a 64 or 65 at Bryanston when you're playing with your mates and mm-hmm. there's no pressure. But as soon as you're surrounded by players who are sinking 10-foot putts exactly. and approaching well and, and driving better than you, you know, exactly. And and this putts can be the difference between, you know, you making the cuts or not or, or however many thousands or whatever and stuff like that. It's just amazing how – the pe- and some people other, haven't, some people don't. You know, it, and it's, it's unfortunately it's the one thing that you – you can to a certain degree get better, but you can't coach mentality. You can't coach BMT.
1: 100%.
0: You know, you either have it or or you don't. Yeah, um, yeah. I think, I think, I think I, I, I don't. I don't know about you guys. Um, we don't. You know, yeah. I, I, I could have been a Tour player, but uh, I blame it on my on my mentality.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> but but uh, uh, certainly speaking of people, yeah, go for it, yeah. Steve. Yeah, I was just
0: saying. So just just in terms of so we got someone this week. So we got. Uh, yeah, quite a few game of 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 courses down um, in in Doom, which will hopefully be quite cool to watch, and then they're back into team for a bit. But I suppose right now it's just also the eyes on on the Netbank Bank Golf Challenge, which mm-hmm. is obviously co to DP World Tour, six six point one million euro um, prize fund, which a, is no big, Taurus, Uh confirmed for it. So I think uh, how how after what a two year hiatus, I don't think we had it last year. Um, or if that he did, right. it wasn't particularly big. Um, but Ned, Ned Bank Golf Challenge—they've been—they've been making moves. As I
1: said, Zelatoris confirmed no. for it. Last um, yeah, I think that—that's—that's—I a, that's a, must say—that's actually a huge name for for the Ned Bank Golf Challenge. I've been waiting to see who would start releasing. Um, Will Zalatoris, I reckon, is top ten people you could probably pull through. I mean, bar a, a real major winner or anything like that. But I mean, he is. He is a great talent to have there. Well,
0: he was pretty close to being major winners this year. To be fair to him, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For
1: a couple but of cuts, yeah, what
0: a great player uh, to get, drops, get like and what an
2: exciting guy to watch.
0: Major uh, winner this loves. year, yeah. So that's that's happening with the Sunshine Tour. Um, before we yeah. sort of go into 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 what uh, the Footage Crew yeah. Tour has been been doing, uh, just a bit of a quick wrap up. Um, Felix Cup, Rory McIlroy with the with 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 the win there, walking away with eighteen million dollars, um, and then you got uh, Sungjae Um and Scotty Scheffler at T two. But uh, yeah, Felix Cup was... I mean it's always it's always a good watch and, and a nice way for the PGA Tour to still culminate. But how good is it to see Rory McIlroy playing the way he is
2: once again? Yeah, it was a gutsy performance, and mm-hmm. I mean. When that guy's putt is on, I think he is he is up there as well. Based yeah, I think that's yeah. when An that guy's putting this on, he's hard to beat. Yeah, so the best. No, I was just going to Steve. I was just going to
1: say eighteen million dollars, and it's not about the money, eh? It's about growing. The <laughs> <way>. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let that sit with you. You know, yeah. Uh, it, it for me, it, it is a bit
0: difficult for me to to say that. You know, to to, to start saying it's about growing. You know, we're about growing the ball, and and they're just going for money when you are playing on the richest tour. Um, in the world, and you are pocketing some, some pretty yeah. big money.
1: Um, in, a, in a sport that is already huge money. Um, but let me not take away from Rory's win. Yes. Um, yeah, it's obviously great to see him doing well again. There's been a couple of times where you see him get so close and he falls short. I mean, you obviously saw it against Cam Smith, and you're kind of, I think everyone was kind of rooting for Rory in that particular instance. Just uh, such a passionate player and someone that everyone's been wanting to see come right for a little bit of time now. But it's good to see. No, but he's
2: finally done it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think if he can keep that putter hot for a little while, it's, it's. But I think it'll be a bit of a bummer yeah, for him live, now that he's the coming as he's like farmed Yeah, switch over, But so if he can start <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, no, the PGA
0: that
2: would tour be will be, be
0: done. They'd, they'd have to cancel story, the tour story, next year. They basically have like, right, to challenge <laughs> tour. You know, yeah. it would be but two two big tournaments remaining in the year. Um, yeah. and their Bengal challenge, but the two sort of vertex events. DP World tour this week, we've got the BMW PGA Championship. Now, what's making this gonna be adding a little bit of extra spice is there are live players who are going to be playing with the likes of a Rory McRoy and uh Scotty Scheffler and all those people. You look at the entry list, for example, um John Rahm, Patrick, Patrick Hovland, all the usual PGA suspects. But um a couple of players who, who have been on on and at, at Live so what what do you reckon? What do you what do you think? I mean, do you think there's a lot of tension in like the clubhouse and stuff like that when they see live players? You know, do you, are, are, do you? What do you what do you think the sort of the the environment is like?
2: Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of tension. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw that interview that Rory did, um, and he said like the live guys actually make him sick, and like when he sees them at at the BMW, there's going to be no conversation had amongst him and any of the guys that have gone to live, which I found quite interesting, because I think that could make the environments and the vibe in the clubhouse, and especially if your pairing is, if, for instance, if Rory's, one of Rory's pairings for one of the days is with the live player, um, it could be quite interesting. It's quite a on, right? on the golf course mm, and in the no, clubhouse. No, no, the,
0: the, with the incident, oh, yeah. Um. So, so, according to... golf, This was yesterday. The, the list of live golf players who are on the entry list for uh, saying the 2023 one. Well, the 20, well, I'm assuming it's a typo. Uh, it's got Abraham Anser, Taylor Gooch, Patrick Reed, Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, Burn Vaz, Sam Horsfield, Pablo, Lareth uh, Richard Bland, Graham McDowell, Justin Harding, Sean Norris, Brandon Grace, Ian Poulter, Laurie Cantor, Adrian Rotogui, and Wade Ormsby. I mean... Brandon Grace is probably just going to go there and be like, "Dude, I don't care. Like, if you see, if you see my purse, you, you, you see what I've." To... He's he's going to rock up in his like Bentley and say, "What's what's 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 your yeah. issue? Ignore me if you want to. I'm a millionaire."
2: <laughs> I think. I think it's also going to be quite interesting because I don't know if you guys saw. So, like, when Polter played the D and D check masters a couple of weeks ago. He didn't get a single minute of airtime and they've the D P will to have come out and said it's gonna be the same again this week for the Live guys, they aren't gonna get any T V time. So it'll be quite interesting because like they're there and they're playing. What gets interesting in that regard is, is if they're not gonna doing see well them on T V you know, If
0: you've got a a you know, somebody from Live say you've got like a Patrick Reed or, or someone yeah. who's like, like a big name, you know, Patrick Reed or Lee Westwood starts putting together a hell of a round and you've got Lee Westwood, you know, at like T2, T3. How do you not show him out of your anti-live golf thing when he's going to be a crowd favorite? He's going to be, you know, one of the big names there. And if he's doing well, it becomes difficult to, to justify not showing him and not focusing on him. Yeah.
2: And it'll also be quite interesting because I heard this. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but apparently that week when Polter played D&D as well, um, he wasn't on the European tour app leaderboard. So you it's could not go not, on not, the not, European not, just tour app pesky. and search his name, but he
1: didn't yeah, lock up. On but the I think that's what it's going uh, to be like. It's clearly a petty, a petty thing, this whole thing. And so I have no in- doubt there's going to be tension in the locker rooms and everything like that. There's a clear divide between the players and it's now become about morals and this and that. And, I'm sure it's all it's all in play, but yeah, it's a it's a real it does make for more interesting golf and more better and uh, better narratives in, in a sport where narratives are so important. You know,
0: you probably find you should have the live golfers in the corner playing poker with the massive buy that other guys can't afford.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What I think would be interesting is one, is if one of the live guys were to win it. <laughs> Well, can you imagine. Yeah. And today, there. after the well, win, we have T2. That. Uh,
0: and that's the post match interview. And, like, you've got the winner, and they're like, well, what do we do? We're not showing the trophy presentation. So I wonder how, like, you know, Greg Norman and them are going to be watching this and then, come on, guys, we just need one of you guys to win it. Like, that's exactly what we need, yeah. need out of them. Um, but a big, big. South African contingent yeah. this weekend. Uh, when I looked on it earlier, the It'll following South Africans are on the entry list at this stage uh, it's Brandon Stone, Tristan Lawrence, uh, Gary Kiko, Dean burmester Justin Harding, Sean Norris, Daniel Fontonda, Brandon Grace, George Cotier, Justin Walters, Darren Fickart, Richard Stern, Xander Lombard, JC Richie, Vilko Ninaba, Louis Diaga, Bryce Easton, and Thomas Aiken. So quite a nice uh, South African flavour there. Um, any 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 people there who you reckon might be able to, to mount a bit of a charge might be worth watching out for.
1: Uh, Is I just want to know how Thomas Aiken and Bryce somewhere? Easton have got on
2: there into the event.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was race to buy rankings or road to Mallorca York or something.
2: That's quite interesting. Like, you haven't heard, or at least I haven't heard Thomas yeah, Aiken's name and, for uh, ages now.
0: Yeah, it says it's... And even... For, I think, yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Road to Mallorca and, and Race to Dubai in the, in the thing. So, yeah, something along those lines. Same as uh, Wilco and you know, same way. a lot of them seem to have
1: mm-hmm.
0: qualified uh, through that. All
1: right.
0: But, uh, yeah, so enough about the, the pros. It's I mean, cool. really, he... yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I think a name we've got to watch. Yeah. I think he's Who's been that? incredible. Sorry, you come and, form going. and I wouldn't
0: count him up this week. Yeah, yeah, and I mean for somebody who a year ago didn't have the best Tristan season, Morris. he's been. been on, I think he's, I mean won a DP World Tour event the other day, um, so yeah, hopefully he can mount a bit of a charge. But uh, yeah, moving on to to more sort of the, 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 the closer to home. Ross, your uh, your 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 yeah. your blooming late career, your late charge towards being a pro golfer. I see that the scores are coming down. You want to take us through your last couple of rounds?
2: Yeah, I've I've been playing quite nicely recently. I think, turning in the right direction, definitely. I shot seventy two for the first time in my life about a week ago at Blue Valley. Um, Shot 71 twice, 73 more times than I can count, but never shot 72 up until last week. So that was quite nice. Um, and I think I've had five now, five rounds in the 70s. So we're trending in the right direction, which is now, quite now, nice after. If you were to. Some really bad golf. For
0: example, I mean, we, we've. Uh, things like playing in the SA Open qualifier and stuff like that. What's, what's the, the situation there? I assume you have to have a handicap of your index must be less than one, I think, isn't it? Or something along those lines.
2: Yeah. Think so if worked it out. What sort of scores
0: you'd have to card just before then the and, and also like how like so for example you play a couple of really good rounds, get your index under one, can you just not play for a month and try and open like what's I mean there must be certain provisions about that. Yeah, so I don't
2: think there's any like regulations on you have to have played like so many times, like before and leading up to the qualifier, I think your handicap just has to be, be below the cutoff. Um, okay, well, we're, for we're, we're looking
0: forward to you, uh, um, and then you to, t- can t- get t- in t- make, making that charger, you know, because it's gonna take me at the a while before we get our index just down there. But to Baros firmly heading towards a single digits in that handicap, what's been happening?
1: Yeah, I was touching uh, an index of 10 and uh, it's unfortunately gone up by. Point two, but I was, I was close, but uh, I've still got a couple weekends to try and keep it down. Yeah, it's been, uh, I must have been some real, real good golf lately. Um, I shot my PB, which is an 80, just the other day, last weekend. I know you've got some controversy about my, my scoring as of recent, uh, Steve, so I don't know if you want to get I'm that off your chest you what, I just asking you, what is the par at the course that you shot 80? So, it's a par 70. But the course rating and slope rating is that of any other par seventy-two uh, difficulty, if not harder, if not harder. So I'm actually going to have to take Steve out uh, to Killarney and see see how he likes that past seventy, see how it treats him. Um, but yeah, I, I must say I've been playing. If you look at my scores, I've been playing some real good golf at Killarney. And uh, two weeks ago, actually, or two or three weeks ago, I played my singles knockout. I had the semi final, and um, I ended up winning that with the. At that time, a PB of 81. So I I'm, I'm made a charge through to the finals and uh, I actually did some scare tactics against the guy that I was voting and I brought Michael Palmer, which is one of the pros, to come with me. Um, and uh, his intimidation factor actually uh, paid off for me.
0: Um, do we want to talk about what happened yesterday?
1: We can get that out of the way because... You know, you've got to have the bad days to have the good days. Oh, was, that's that's have... what
0: I was just looking at, I'm, and I'm seeing some, some, some nice scores. But mm. uh, I do have question marks after going 87, 83, 80, 86, and then yesterday almost raising the bat with the 99.
1: So I do have a 99. Yeah. So I do have an excuse for that. I am playing uh, Pretoria Country Club. Um, and <laughs> for those that do or don't know, Saturday was the It's Personal Chol here in uh, Joburg. And... Um, um, I may have uh, committed a bit more to the, its personal jewel than I did the the round of golf <laughs> on Sunday. So I was, a, I was a very dizzy boy over the balls over the ball at uh, Pretoria, and uh, I, I did some amazing things. But uh, yeah, that 99, I think I shot a bad 86 the day before at and then the the 99 came out to play. Uh, at Pretoria. Well, as long as
0: as long, as long as you did your ancestors proud with your efforts in the evening, then I'm sure we can as as as, so, as a group we can we can
1: forgive <laughs> such scores absolutely look you don't you don't shoot a 99 unless you had a good performance the night before so uh, I can assure you a score like that doesn't just happen without effort but no, yeah I, fair, I've, I've certainly been I've certainly been training in the right direction Steve and I've got my singles I'm in the finals of the singles knockout for Pilani, and uh, I've been working really really hard at it I wake up in the mornings do sunrise golf I've been going to the world of golf nearly every every night I, like it's a real mindset thing that I'm now training for I reckon if Ross trained as hard as you, he'd been on such tour already. Absolutely. I think if anyone trained as hard as me, they'd probably have th- made it. So I've got a clear lack in talent that I make up with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, the single final is end of – it's just got to be done before the end of October. So I'm trying to time it right as to when I do it. Um, they're doing holotiding now so I'm going to obviously give it some time but then I'm, I'm looking at probably mid-October beginning October and as I say I'm flat out training for it now yeah so are we, gonna, are, are we going to are we gonna be getting a little
0: bit of a supporters crew together
1: yeah I'm trying to rally up as many people as I can maybe the foot wedge crew is going live around it I've got 36 holes mm. straight match play which is a dream come to, to me uh, I know a lot of people have the golf fitness that I do. A lot of people have far better fitness than me. In fact, I'd say most do, even those that don't train, <laughs> probably have better fitness than me. But one thing I certainly have is, is the golf fitness on my side. 36 <laughs> holes is, yeah, I could, I could probably do 72 holes in a day if I had the time and the money. Okay, so, well,
0: I think you, you let us know where it is and, and the footage crew will be there with the with, with a, with a cooler boxing and wheels and a couple of GoPros.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking at bringing. I want the I want the crowds lining up. You know how you know at uh, the British Open when everyone was jumping over the the salute. There's a lot yeah. of salutes at you. I want to see my my mates doing the same effort.
0: You're gonna have an epic photo of 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 the two you walking up the ferry with you know the hundreds behind you. You know, me and Ross will be there controlling the crowds with, with the rope.
1: No, we might need it. We might need it. I've advertised <laughs> it enough.
0: Okay, well, looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I've decided that there's no point in trying to card good scores. Um so I'm embarking on a very different uh, um journey, golf and journey from you guys because you know, golf was 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 meant to play to be fun, not to score low scores, because I can't look, score low scores. So um I am now officially course number four into my new endeavor, which is being called Project 430, which is a very ambitious attempt to try and play or slash as many of the full-length golf courses in the country, um, which there are, fun fact, 430 of them. So four down, 426 to go, and that's what Ross uh, thinks about it. The fact that he's just decided to jump. Yeah, he's this.
1: just reckoned not interested <laughs> in your endeavors. So he just wanted yes. to talk about himself. Clearly.
0: Yeah, he's 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 gotten it out, out, out the way, and now he's uh, he's yeah, off, he's defended but... the
1: PJ tour, and he's 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 done now. <laughs> He had a checklist. He
0: said, I've done the PGA Tour. Um, I've, I've boasted about my 72. I've told people that I'm, that I'm going to be a big deal. So, yeah, now that we're talking about you guys, I've got better things to do.
1: Fair enough. But well, we'll uh, talk to me back. about this Project uh, 430. You've done four courses already. Which uh, yeah, Tell so, me how, how well established those courses are.
0: So, uh, welcome, Ross. We weren't sure if you actually cared or not.
2: Yeah, I was sorry about <laughs> that. my to. After- Check out. Uh,
0: yeah, so in terms of the so, so unfortunately, what happened is that I launched it and then suddenly had a lot to do um, work-wise, and I didn't manage to start play because I had a whole plan to play a certain amount of courses in August. But uh, start with Huddle Park. Uh, you got to start with the home course. You know, it's got to be the start, and, and you know, it might even be the end Our of standards. it. You, know, you might go back there. Yeah, real um, exclusive, no,
1: real tough to get in. You might as well knock those <laughs> off. <for> you.
0: <laughs> you know, histori- historically, one of the best best courses in the country. So you got to start there. Uh, we played, now went Bononi Lake, Lake Club Bononi. Just keeping uh, the standards high. And then we went Pretoria <laughs> Golf Club, which yeah. if anybody has walked is, yeah, I mean, this course, you, you, you play the first, um, I think it's the first or the 10th, trying to remember, I think we went to the 10th actually. And you you walk down and you're like, cool, and then you, you finish it and you, there's a sign that says this way, you have to take a bridge that goes over the highway.
2: To get it's to like, the, yeah, the to, to right. the rest of the <laughs> night,
0: like you, you are literally like I reckon you're twenty thousand steps into. By the time you get to the the, the second hole, <laughs> it. I mean, I got to the, the I finished the front nine and I, I sat there. I, I couldn't. I, I was sitting there like guys, I'm not sure I can actually play the rest of the, the nine. Like I, I can't. I don't. I don't even have another nine <laughs> in me. By the time we finished at eighteen, I've actually I was just hating life. I played terribly. The scores were terrible. That course was one of the longest courses I ever walked. It just wasn't fun. Um, But then play played on Friday. Yeah, definitely the course's fault. And then, yeah, we had CMR on Friday, which at least played a little bit better. Um, But, yeah, so look, I mean, the the courses haven't... I mean, they're in winter. The problem is you're playing courses which don't have a lot of funding, and we're playing them in winter. So they're not looking particularly good. Um, You know, I think that if you go... I think if you played any golf course in April this year, they wouldn't look good. So... Yeah, the Huddle's definitely been the best course in terms of the conditions stuff like that, so far the, um, which is not saying it's not, which, uh, which is it's which not saying it's mass it's look to be fair I'll, I'll give huddle credit there the greens have, uh, were well looked after throughout the winter I played there a couple of times and the okay. greens were looking were looking quite good but uh, hoping to try and tick off a few more off the box um, got a website that's hopefully launching in the next week as well as uh, videos of all the various courses and stuff like that um, haven't played with you guys yet because everybody's been so busy but, uh, yeah, that's the plan, is to just start uh, taking off a course and then go on, go on tour to around the, the country.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully we're taking off another yeah. course uh, this Sunday or the next, eh, no, Steve.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then, Ross, when he's back at Jovo, you... we can take off.
1: Yeah, do you want to let everyone know the next prestigious course you, you potentially have lined up? At this stage, we're looking at a
0: Kempton Park, uh, <laughs> which is basically like the Serengeti sister course, uh, just down the road. <laughs> and uh yeah again i think it's to be dry we, hopefully we get some rain this week because yeah these courses are, are struggling there's just there's just no yeah. water out there <coughs> yeah but uh yeah so hopefully we'll have a bit more uh, to talk about about that uh, once once things are have picked up a little bit but uh, gentlemen it's been a pleasure welcome back we are um hopefully back for good we'll be back next week in studio which can be very exciting and then once the pros are busy finished uh, touring down in to tell. Hopefully we're going to try and get a couple of guests onto the show very, very soon, which is going to be quite exciting. Um, Until then, please do smash like the video, please do keep well, and we will see everybody soon.